You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 376 for March 24th, 2022. This week, we talk about going to Walmart, Sonic and Knuckles, knowing when we'll die, our vacations, drinking around family, and getting engaged. So stick around for the the show. show. One, two, three, clap. Off to a smooth start. Oh, you're trying to interrupt me now? Oh, this is my show. <laughs> I I didn't realize that uh, we switched owners while we were gone. This is my sh- this is my show now. It Sam. got it, it got transferred over. My show now. I have access the to the Patreon now. It's my show. That's true, Joe. Um, <laughs> Joe's two factor was not working at, for some reason. Yeah, I apparently haven't had access to our Patreon for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I wish Silly I was. Me. I wish I was smart enough to just scam you, but I'm too lazy. So <laughs> sad. Oh my god. Well, me and Sam have both been away this past week. You were in Portland. Yeah, I was in Puerto Rico, and Joe was in um, uh, British Columbia. The STL, sis. You can tell that I'm like my family lives there because I know what it's called. The St. Louis, the STL. Is that what it's called? Can you, is there a cream for that? The STL. Sometimes you erase the bottom of the L. You get a little STI. Mm-hmm. Go down I don't to think the clinic. Yeah, I don't think it's a very little STI. I think it's a kind of pretty big STI. You're getting in the STL. It was, it was a lovely visit. My parents just moved there like three weeks ago. So we were helping them unpack. You didn't ask. I'm just letting you know how it was. It was, was going to ask anyway. Their house is a, uh, it's about 100 years old. It's like a little cottage looking. Like the houses in St. Louis look like little gingerbread houses. Well, not all of them, but in some neighborhoods. It sounds cute. So they, got, they got this little gingerbread house. Piggy met his cousins for the first time. My wife and her sister's dogs. Mm, um, your wife? My wife. My wife. <laughs> you, Is you, that... said, you said your wife. <laughs> and I was like, I oh realized. Oh, my God. Well, my well, sister, while we were away. I, I am joking. from Arkansas, but no, she is my sister. Your sister's um, wife. Your sister my wife. My sister and her wife, their dogs, met Piggy. So he met his cousins. They got along okay. Piggy doesn't love his cousins, but he tolerated them. I feel like that's the that's 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 how you usually are towards your relatives. You you don't love them, but you tolerate them. Uh, I don't even tolerate some of them anymore. So, yeah, I true. mean my my fam my my direct family, wonderful. Um but no, it was fine. You don't have to like your cousins. You know, that's life. But we had fun. We unpacked some of their stuff for them. Uh, we helped my mom get a new china cabinet off Facebook Marketplace. Oh, don't get her hooked um, on Facebook Marketplace. That's where moms go to die. Well, I mean, the, she, their wallets. She loved it. Well, dad found it. You know, he because mom doesn't really. I didn't see her phone once. I don't know if she just she doesn't really use the phone. And so dad will look them up and show her pictures. Great five days in, in the STL. Do they call it the STL or are you just calling it the STL because you're trying to make it um, happen? Something's definitely going on in the STL. And is it good or bad? Who knows? All we know is that you were there for five days, five days with your folks and you survived. Yeah, it was fun. I much prefer them living in St. Louis because now I get to see like literally them and my sister like all at once. Like, it's, yeah. everyone's finally in the same. That was the first time everyone, we've all been together in, like, two and a half years. Jesus, so, really? 
Yeah, it's since the October before the pandemic uh, was the oh last time we all got God. together. So, so I he, hadn't seen them in forever. Well, my parents so he, I have seen, but not my sister and her wife. Right, just everyone together in the same place, sharing the right. same air or whatever. Um, so your sister and her wife, their dogs, are they dog-sized dogs or are they gremlin-sized dogs? Well, one of them's a Shih Tzu, so she looks like a little mop, Yogi. Oh, it's cute. And then um, Stevie is a cattle dog mix. So she's like medium to larger size dog. Um, named after Stevie Nicks, I believe. I was going to ask. Um, yeah. yeah, Stevie. So she, they're both really good and socialized. And like, I was like, if anyone's going to be the problem, it's going to be Piggy. Like, she's going to bark. <laughs> he's territorial. And I knew if- it. Piggy's a bully. <laughs> and so he was barking when they first came over and Stevie, I mean, she's a big dog and she's probably thinks Steve probably thinks Piggy's like a rabbit or something. Just like looking right. at him like, what the hell are you? What the hell is um, this thing? Yeah. But we took him, took him all on a walk together. And then Piggy was just fine. I think he just needed to realize we were all like a pack. Right. And then he was like, oh, I get it. These are these are our people. Right. Definitely. I feel like Piggy definitely has single child syndrome where he doesn't understand oh, yeah. that other dogs can get attention when they're around. It's not it, the world doesn't completely revolve around Piggy and his tiny little peanut brain. No, he's he's very territorial. He's very I mean, they say, like, like OK, like you can breed chihuahuas. I think to to not have that kind of temperament. I don't think Piggy ever really got a chance. I think some of its genetics and then some of it. He didn't get socialized much during the pandemic. Right. And then he also, he hates the outside. He hates other people. He hates other dogs. Mm-hmm. He's just, he has preferences, you know? Right, he has a lot of things going for him. You know, and maybe I've made mistakes, Sam. Maybe you make mistakes <laughs> when you raise your first child, okay? Yeah, you know, that's and why maybe people I've have... made some of those. That's why people have more children so they can kind of do a, they can have a redo, right? It's a redo. It's a reset button. It's like a, right, a reset they... button on the Tamagotchi. Exactly. They they fuck up their first child and they just make another and they okay, we'll try to do better this time. Exactly. You know? That's the move. Uh, so that's I, uh yeah. that's the situation. But it was it was fun. Piggy was fine. He flew well. He was nice and drugged up and mm. everything was great. So is there a direct flight from DC to St. Louis? I assume there is. Yes. Oh my gosh. So there's a direct one from here to Arkansas, but it's like only once a day and it's at awful hours. Right, there were right. there are like several from DC to St. Louis, and it was only like half full. We got our own oh, that's row. So nice, yes. So oh my God, you're lucky. Just so much more convenient. Um, um I, I saw on trip. Twitter that you were you were role playing as Nancy Drew in Walmart. Oh yeah, because the Nancy Drew game I'm playing on stream currently takes place in St. Louis. I thought you were going to say it takes place in Walmart. It takes place at Walmart. <laughs> I did go to Walmart. So I went to Walmart and I went to Sonic for the first time in years. Sonic, yeah. I got grape slush, got my popcorn mm-hmm. chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, Classic. Then we went out to the Walmart in the suburbs. So that's the only time I actually left the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a guy wearing the shirt that says, I will, I will not comply or I do not comply or something. <laughs> I had a gun on it. And I said, uh-oh. Uh-oh. We I got said, a badass uh-oh. over here. Uh-oh. We got trouble. Uh-oh. So, um, yeah, that was my Walmart experience. I, Sam. What? Sam. I, I, okay. Not like the corporation, but like Are we the getting store. Into it? 
I love Walmart. It's in my Girl, blood. It's, it's in, I was just going to say, it's in your blood. Like, you can't, like, you can take, you can take the Southern Bell out of Arkansas, but you can't take the Arkansas out of the Southern Bell. And no. Walmart runs through your veins, girl. Of course, it, it, like, you know how, like, some people feel welcome at, like, a Chili's or something? Like, you, you know, when you're here, you're family. And that here is Walmart. When you're in a Walmart, you feel at home, you know? Well, I don't necessarily, like, depending on where the Walmart is in the United States, I don't necessarily feel comfortable in it, I would say. But <laughs> I really, like, they have everything. We went there to get curtains. So my dad, my parents are older. They can't really do a whole lot of stuff. So we were putting up curtains for them while we were there. We went to get curtains. Curtains. So many fucking choices. And then me and Justin, like, went off on our own and we're looking at stuff. And I was like, do we need anything right now? Because everything we is can here have, and within right, arm's reach. We could have anything. We can have anything. Mm-hmm. Like. We have a Target here in in D.C., but we went to a Target in St. Louis and the Target in St. Louis, like they built that building for Target, like that building. They could build it as big as they fucking wanted here. They had to put the Target in like a pre-existing building. They don't they don't have all the stuff that other Targets have. So it's it's not a massive Target. They don't have everything. But in the we in that Target in St. Louis, I was like, "Holy shit, we don't have this shit at our Target." I bought Digimon cards. They had Digimon cards. What year is it? Oh no, Digimon cards are a new thing, Sam. God damn it! I feel like there's like there's a new, th- you know, retro thing that's coming back every hour that I don't realize. Um, Digimon cards aren't. I mean, unless you play the card game, I don't think they're really fun. Mm. I, I, but I wanted to experience buying a pack of Digimon cards. So you could say that if you died in that Target in St. Louis, it would take Justin a little while to find you because it's a warehouse. Probably so. Probably so. It was a mm. it was a fun a fun experience experiencing some of the stuff I don't get to see in DC often. Right. Kind of a tourist. I was a cultural tourist in that Walmart. Um so here's my next question for you is so when was the last time that you had Sonic before this experience? It might have been like three plus years, if not longer than that, since I had a so great flesh. Your diet has changed dramatically in the last three years. Yeah. So I kind of stopped I stopped eating trash. Mo- well, well, mostly. In, yeah. yeah. In general, you're eating better, apparently, yeah. according according to the reports that you give on the podcast. So my yeah. question is, and, and every time you tell me, like every time you go back and you eat something kind of garbage, you feel like garbage. So on a scale of one to ten. One being, um, I have to go to the hospital, and ten being no change at all. How did you feel after you ate Sonic for the first time in three years? I really did not eat much. Like I got this small popcorn chicken. That's the only thing I ate. And oh, the she's sugary dainty. Drink, I mean, my my body's probably like sugar. That's fine. But like fried <laughs> food, excessive like fast food that does hurt my stomach in my as I'm older. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I tried to. Like since I had Sonic that day, I had some, I made something at home that night because I was like, if not, I'm gonna be sick. Yeah. So it wasn't too bad. It wasn't. I didn't get. If I had, you know, if I had really done what I wanted to do, if I, what I want to do is I want to go on a fast food tour across America. Well, I want to get in a car and just hop from Wendy's to Burger King 
to mm-hmm. Fazoli's to oh, Grandy's. No, not the not the Fazoli's. To Jack in the Box. Oh, Jack in the Box is bad stuff. Bad. Well, well, they they were famous because they had an E. coli outbreak, you know, like twenty years ago, right? Oh my! Well, Ch- Chipotle did too, and everyone's still eating Chipotle all the time. Ugh, privilege. Well, as the <laughs> as the great as the great Queen Gia Gunn once said, "What you want to do isn't necessarily what you're gonna do." No, I think. Well, I think if I knew like when I was gonna die and it was soon, I'd probably do it. So instead of like having a, a delicious last meal, you your last request would be to go on a food tour of America and only go to the sloppiest, grossest places. I mean, I mean, yeah. I feel like the, if you were on death row, then I feel like your last request would kill you in the end. So, you know, it all work out. If I if you had if there was a big clock and it told you exactly, would you want to know like when you're going to die? If it were like predetermined, <sighs> which I don't believe in. Right, but if there if there was like some magical clock that like was ticking right. down to the um like the moment that you're gonna die, like you don't know how you're gonna die. I feel like this is probably a would you rather question that we've m- probably answered on the after show, uh, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Uh, there's like a hundred and something after show the answer would you rather. Anyways, I feel like the re- would you rather for this would be like would you rather know how you die or when you die. And I don't oh, know I think I... we have done this one. Yeah, I, I don't I feel like I wouldn't want to know when I die because like, I don't know, um, it, it, it fuck up my schedule. I feel like you answered that you want to know exactly when you die because you're a scheduler. You want you got to get the sticky notes well, out. You got to get shit done before the end. I you're on a time part of me wants to know how because like there's a few ways I'm like, it could be this, but <laughs> you know, you know, it could be you look at your this. you look at your family history, you look at et cetera. You're like, that's that might be coming. Mm-hmm. So part of me is like, I want to get ready for that, but I'm afraid of pain. I'm really, really, I like, I'm not afraid of death, but I'm really afraid of pain. I don't want to, I don't want to prolong it. Like, let's do a, a big punctuation mark at the end of this story. You know, let's not mm. do an ellipses. Let's not have parentheses. We need to just period. We're done. Period. So done. It needs, I want it to be swift. Um, so yeah, I, I would like to know how, but I think I'm really concerned about the time. Like, I, then I can kind of get prepare. Right. Like the time of day. Like, I, I can't die before six, you know? I just need to know, like, I just need to know, like, am I going to, I want to know if I'm going to die before Justin, if I'm being honest. Because I think, I feel like I am. But then I'm like, this is something I'm discussing with my therapist. I'm only 34 <laughs> and I'm thinking about this. Um... <laughs> Like, I, like, what do you do? You die, not, I mean, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to do that. You know, I'd rather not. Can I not? Can I not do that? Is uh, that an option? Can I not die? Okay. Let's talk about your trip. Segway. <laughs> How was, Por- wait, I- what do they call Portland? Um, You know, you, you called it Portland. You were fine. I, I wasn't in Portland. No, no, though. no. What it, what do they, like the STL? And then Seattle is like SEA and um, Chicago, Chi uh, Town. Is it is it Chi Town or Chi Town? Is it Chi Town? Uh, well, I just you lived there. Like Ch- Chicago, Chi Chicago. I'm so stupid. <laughs> well, I don't know. I lived there, but I heard that people people look down upon like like nobody here actually says Chi Town, hunty. And if you say it, you're not really from here. 
you know, it's that. Is it kind of like the thing where nobody in Chicago actually eats deep dish pizza? Um, I mean, yeah, it's like those vibes. Like they're right, like, right, right. you better not bring an umbrella to Seattle, honey, because we'll spit on your face and slap you in the butt. No, what? you can, you can, yeah. When I went to Seattle, someone was like, oh, don't bring an umbrella. They look down on you if you bring an umbrella. And I was like, what? And then someone there was like, no, people use umbrellas here. Yeah, yeah. one of the rainiest places in the U.S., of course they would use umbrellas. What? Well, no, they were like, well, the people here are used to it. They just have like a raincoat. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. <sighs> okay. Anyways, they call they call Portland PDX. That's the, that's the, oh, the, the airport. Pe- PDX. Yes, kind of like FedEx, but worse. The um, Windy City. <laughs> definitely not Portland. Definitely <laughs> totally different place. <laughs> FedEx could be FedEx only f- for feet. Cause, I'm cause pretty pedicure. sure there's ped. There is a thing called a ped egg. Ped eggs. Oh, yeah, honey. I know. I have one. Ugh. Okay. Tell me about your trip. You went to go <laughs> see your family. How is your family? My family's great. <laughs> Um, so I, I went with my, so Joe and I, I went on my trip first and then immediately after I got back, Joe left because we can't interlap trips. No, obviously one of us has to keep down the fort. Hold down exactly. the fort. One of, one of us has to take care of Piggy and I never do. Uh, um, <laughs> so I, I, uh, we drove, it was like a 12 hour drive. We drove from Montana to the middle of Oregon in this place called Bend. It's kind of like middle West. And right south of um, of Bend is this kind of little resort town, a little kind of ski resort, outdoorsy, um, very tourist trappy area called Sun River. And that's where we stayed. We stayed there for, oh, God, like five, five days, I think five whole days um, after everything. And so it was my dad and I and my mom and my sister and her boyfriend came and then my aunt and uncle, my my mom's sister and uh, her husband. And we rented this cabin and the cabin had Wi-Fi. I was like, are we are, are we rich, rich, rich? Anybody rich? Um, It was super cute. Why would it like not? A... Wait, this is like a cabin that's like a part of a cabin conglomerate, right? Yes, yes. But I not didn't like know an this Airbnb. going in. Yeah, oh. like I didn't, I didn't like. They say cabin, and I think that there's no running water, and they're like the the lights are run out out of like from propane tanks or something. Like, shitting on the that's floor, what I think. Yeah, shitting on the floor, shitting in a bucket, throwing it over the fence. Very Arkansas vibe. Um, yeah, but no, so it was like a little touristy cabin conglomerate. You know, there's like a little general store. It's a cute little area. Um, we rode. There were like bikes that were there, and we rode bikes, and the weather was nice. Anyways. It was super relaxing, and it's a really nice area down there, even though it's, you know, touristy. But I guess that's the point of of those kind of areas. But let me tell you, as someone who usually drinks like two or three times a year, I have drank more in this month of March than I have for like five years. And I don't know what's wrong with me. I was like, I was like getting drunk with my parents. Before that, I like had a date with a guy and we drank mimosas in his car. The car was not driving. Um, but like I I was like I, I was I was hitting the drink, I was hitting the sauce, Joe. And I felt like wow. I felt like I was normal. Ooh. <laughs> um but so basically what we I mean, I'm not normal. But we had a really fun time and there was debauchery and alcohol involved. And like we played family games and we just had a really good time. We're a pretty close knit unit. 
Um, and so it was really fun. But everyone was noticing that, like, when everyone else was having a drink, I was also having a drink. And everyone was like, Sam, you don't drink. What are you doing? And I was like, I want to have fun. And they're like, okay. And then I kind of got, <laughs> I got sloppy one night. You sound like a, a suburban mom. Oh, I mean, literally, that's me. Like, I am a suburban mom. Um, anyway, so my question to you is, in the before times, you were known for your debauchery with Boone's Farm, right? And we've talked in the past about how people still associate Boone's Farm with you, even though that, like, that was 10 years ago, and you're in your 30s now, and you don't fucking drink that shit because it's gross. Sure. Um, so, I guess... I feel like the family dynamic that I have with my folks is different from your folks. And I, it's just, I don't know, maybe it's just different, but I don't imagine, or I don't think you've ever told me that like you get, when you hang out with your folks and your sister and her wife and stuff, like, I don't imagine you guys like drinking. Do you guys like drink together or are you like a dry household? No, I mean, I was never around alcohol growing up. Like I don't, I feel like the first time I was ever, I saw alcohol was when I was like 20. No, that's Crazy. not true. I did drink a little bit in high school, just like at the end of it. Mm. Um, no, allegedly, I wasn't 21. <laughs> but not allegedly. really. That's no like, one's, ever, no one's maybe, ever done that. But it didn't. It didn't happen. Right. Um, maybe I experimented then. But mm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I really liked to drink in my early 20s. And then I just was like, oh, um, yeah, I'm kind of tired of feeling like shit in the morning. So then right. I stopped. Well, I didn't stop. It's not like I'm, uh, I don't drink at all. But no, my family just never did. And we, I mean, we lived in a dry county growing up, which is well, wild. That was my next question for you is because when we were, um, chit-chatting and we were all together, for some reason, the concept of dry counties ca came up, which is like a thing in majority in the majority it's in the south where you have dry counties and it's and a dry county is not necessarily a county where you're not allowed to drink because i don't think that's possible but it's a county that doesn't allow the the buying and selling of alcohol for those yeah of you who don't know and my parents were like well did joe grow up in a dry county and i was like i don't know i'm gonna have to ask him and now you answer yeah. that question for me and so that makes total sense but i, I wasn't sure because like your parents were involved with the church growing up. And I didn't know if they were like, if they were involved in the church at the point where like the only time that they drank was like the blood of Christ or whatever, or if they were like, fun. Oh, that's grape juice. Well, they were Baptist. That's like, Oh, it was no, actual you drink grape juice. Yes. You don't drink. Oh, no, I don't know what does wine. Yeah. It's just grape juice. It's Girl, like literally I... Welch's grape juice. Girl, we had low shelf fucking like Costco <laughs> buy in bulk blood of Christ at my church. I'm not like I'm I'm for sure not opposed to drinking. I do like oh, no. going out like I probably haven't drank in like two years, though. But mm -hmm. like with my sister and her wife, I, they love a craft beer. You know, they love. A, oh, yeah. They drink. I just don't. I don't. For one, I don't really find myself in the opportunity a lot because I don't really have a lot of friends. And so I don't like I mean, go out to drink yeah. with them. And yeah, the friends that I, I do have same. don't drink. Right. And so, yeah, you, you cannot like people. I, I'm definitely not against drinking. I, I really am not. But like to, I think that like, if the only way you can have fun is to drink, 
then that's a then that's a problem. Maybe like, that's a problem. If you know, if you're reliant on it, um no, I don't know. I just I I have never I don't I don't know. People yeah. will are constantly surprised I don't like to necessarily drink. It's I just don't really have a palate for it. I like a glass right. of wine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just would rather kind of have a Coke at dinner, you know? Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of the difference for me this time around is that usually when everyone's drinking around me, I'm like, I'm not drinking just because that, uh, like, I don't, I'm usually, I don't, it's not like that I don't enjoy it because I do enjoy it sometimes. It's just that it's a rare occurrence for me where I'm like in the mood and want to have a drink and kind of get all loosey kaboosey. Um, but this time around, like, it's just that things happened in such a sequential order where I was like, you know, it, usually I would have like one drink and then it would be months before I had another. And now it's like, oh, like I drank last weekend and now I'm like having a drink every every you know couple nights with everyone else. And I was like, wow, I don't think my body's used to having alcohol in my system more than like, you know, once a month. So it was inter- interesting. It was a very interesting sort of thing that I noticed going in. And everyone was like very conscious of it because I don't drink around people very often. So they were like, oh, Sam's having another gin and tonic. Well, I guess we know how he's feeling tonight. Anyways, it's an interesting culture around like gays, gay people in general have like drinking is almost part of gay culture. Like when you're well, trying it, to date, it probably, in, it probably comes with gay, gay bars. Oh, I mean, it is for sure. But like you're almost expected peer pressured to like drink a lot in a lot of like gay social situations. Do you Mm. know what I mean? Like it's Mm -hmm. very, it's just very ingrained in our community. Like you go out on a, you go out for drinks, like for a first date, which I know a lot of like straight people do as well, but it's like very like, let's go to the club. What Mm -hmm. else is there to do? We're going to the club to drink kind of thing. Right. Right, right, right. And that, I mean, that was me in my early 20s. I very much enjoyed that and that mm-hmm. culture. But um, I think it comes with a lot of like, well, I'm not, obvi- I'm not shaming like drinking, obviously, because I, I drink. But, oh shit, did my computer just, oh no, that was my screensaver. Ugh. <laughs> the screen went black and I was like, honey, not today. Not if we're already having technical difficulties, we can't do any more of this. But I understand what you're saying is in the concept of like when it comes when you're not to comfortable gay with yourself, right, right? A lot of people start when they're gay, start drinking, and then but it can lead to other things that are. It, it's when you're reliant on it, you know, right? And there's also there's some pressure and some some weird social situations involved where since alcohol is ingrained in a lot of of uh, social interactions, especially in the gay community, that you, you know, sometimes you don't want to like you want to hang out with gay people, but they're all going out to the bars and you're like, I don't want to go out to the bars because I don't want to drink. And, I'm and then they're weird, like, what's wrong weird. with you? You don't want to go out. No, <laughs> exactly. it's, it's like it totally just, it just spirals. Like... But there's a lot of people sitting at home who don't like going out to bars. They just don't all know each other because they're sitting at home. Exactly. And so in Joe's perfect reality, he would be able to invite a guy over to look at his Tamagotchi co- collection. And then he gets so oh turned God. on by your Tamagotchi collection that he fucks you. So They are. I have to say this. As someone who gets <laughs> overstimulated very easily, like, which is part of the reason why I don't really like going to bars and clubs anymore, because I want to, like, talk to you, and I can't talk to you if we're just having to scream at each other. You know what I mean? Right. Yes, very much agree. 
Like there have been some like social gatherings I've wanted to go to with like groups of people, but then they're like, oh, we're having it at this club. And I'm like, how is this social? You just have to scream at each other. But like, you know, extroverts thrive off of that sometimes. But yeah, they love just, that shit. It is sensory overload for me. and sends me into like panic attack mode. Anyway, this is making me want a glass of wine. <laughs> Girl, get I could go for like, I just love this is how I know I'm in my 30s. My ideal of having a drink, I want a nice, mm, cheap Chardonnay. I like the cheap. There one. you go. Mm-hmm. Just pour like a fourth of a glass, sip it while looking out the window and holding mm-hmm. my dog. Exactly. Looking at all the hot, hot, the hot construction workers. That's what I want to do. That's the move. Yeah. And you're calling me a suburban mom? Wait, so what? Yeah, I know. Very much. Soccer <laughs> mom. Wait, so what were you, you were drinking gin and, I don't think I've even had a gin and tonic. No, yeah, so gin and tonic is my go-to drink. Um, mainly because, I don't know, I don't know what it was, but after my mom's dad died, he had a collection of, of hard liquor that was, you know, essentially, if you, if you want this, you can take it or whatever. And he had a half a bottle of this gin called Tanqueray. And I wasn't a big gin aficionado. I didn't know much of it. Obviously, I don't drink very often. Um, but I I took it because I was like, this reminds me of my grandfather or whatever. And then someone was like, oh, like, you know, I'll make you a gin and tonic with this. And we can, you know, cheers to your to your grandpa or whatever. And I I enjoyed it. And so then I it just kind of became my drink because of that, you know, sort of connection. And so every time I go out or every time, you know, the, the few times that I do drink, uh, a gin and tonic is is my go to. And it's usually it's usually just like low shelf gin with tonic, more gin than tonic and extra lime because I'm gay. Um, but yeah, that's what I was drinking on my uh, on my little extravaganza with my with my folks. And then we went to a brewery and I don't drink beer, but they had this like most breweries now have ciders and I enjoy cider. Actually, it's like beer, but for gays. Um, and this cider, it was like flavored with like acai which is the worst thing to say, but it was like acai mint, and it was actually really good. Anyways, Sounds delightful. Oh, the Bud Light Factory. Oh my God, is it the Bud Light Factory that's in St. Louis? I've been to it before. The Bud, just the Budweiser the, Factory in general? Budweiser, the mm, Bud Light mm-hmm. Factory. They make only Bud Light there. No, yeah, it, it's the Budweiser. I, I they, just have imagine the they just take a They just take a Budweiser and they just like dilute it with some water, and that's Bud Light. <laughs> I Is love that how a that's Bud made? Light. That's the if I'm going if I have to get a drink somewhere, I'm getting a Bud Light bottle. I'm gonna drink Are half you sure? of it. I'm gonna God, black out. Arkansas is showing. I'm gonna black out from one half of a bottle of beer, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get turned. Drinking well, just makes me horny. I just what? Do you not just get so horned up when you're? I just get so horny. I'm a horny. You just drunk. get. So here, here's a here's a term that I learned from the kids, and by the kids I mean the 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 youth that stream on Twitch. They call getting horny getting bricked up. That's what they say because like Are you become as hard people? as a brick. They're probably straight, but like that's that's the new thing. You get you're, I'm, I I got so bricked. I got bricked up. <laughs> Ew! No, <laughs> no, I don't get. But I it just it's not necessarily getting. I'm not like in the club hard. I'm just like horned. Rock hard in the club. Horned not hard. Horned not hard. Horned not hard. Well, I feel like, I don't know. 
I, I maybe just because that I the most of the times that I'm drunk, I'm usually around my folks. And so I feel like that'd be very weird if I was horny around my folks. Yeah, that's why you um, don't want me drinking around my family. I mean, I no, wouldn't be horny. I would because I would just be like, all right, Justin, let's go downstairs. You know, I wouldn't be like, hey, yeah, you would try to fuck my dad. Um, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> there's no telling. This is why I, I'm say, not drinking. Who's to say Joe already hasn't fucked my dad? He has my dad's number. Drunk sex, drunk sex is so good. I have to say, and I'm not condoning. I'm not condoning. I'm, You're just I'm saying. just telling you a fact about me and myself and my personal life. Yes. Well, here's something. What was I going to I was going to say something. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I've never had sex not sober. I've always been completely sober in every sexual situation that I've been in. And I feel like that's a combination of the fact that I obviously don't drink very much. How many times Wait. have I said that in this podcast already? You've only been sober when you've had sex. I've only been mean? sober. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know okay. what I said. That's yes, fine. only been sober. But um, I don't know if it is. I think it's a combination of the fact that there aren't very many situations where I'm I'm inebriated. And also, I feel like it's a it's a it's a fear of having lack of control. In that sort of situation, I feel like I'm afraid that if like if if I am blasted out of my mind and some guy wants to fuck me, it's going to be it's going to be a Keebler fudge house USA. And I <laughs> no, but then you're no, 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 no. But then you're so drunk, you don't care. This but is like, also why you need to live in like, like, OK, this is like have a half a Bud Light bottle, get on Grinder, and take an Uber there. Well, they. I like it when, like, back in the day, if I knew I was drinking and I knew I was potentially going to get late, you would you would fix things beforehand. You'd be like, "I'm fine, I'm good." I can't imagine. Well, here's here's something that would be really funny if I was like blitzed and I was trying to douche and I was just I was I was not coordinated enough to do it. No, 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 that no, would no. be funny. Douche, then drink, then dick. The three D's. Okay. Douche, the three D's. Drink, douche, dick. Drink in dick. that order. There you yeah. go. And then, okay. honey, sometimes sometimes 3Ds. Honey, honey. love a 3D glass. <laughs> oh, I miss being, hey. like, young and desirable sometimes. You could say you miss being young and free. <laughs> oh, I miss being, I do miss being desirable. Well, I'll fly over to D.C., and then you can, you can, we can go to the club, you can drink half a Bud Light, and then I'll drink one gin and tonic, and then we'll just stumble home. Sure. I'll just leave <laughs> you there. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, honey, I'd die in that club. I would not make it out alive. Sure. Trust me. <sighs> Anyways, I'm such a lightweight too, because, oh, I was going to say before um, that I don't get hung, I, got, I, I don't get horny when I'm drunk, and I think it's because the, of my antidepressants, like... My sex drive's killed anyway because of my Lexapro. And then my alcohol tolerance is super low because of my Lexapro that I need like half a drink and then I'm like good to go for a couple hours. Sad. Lightweight. There you go. That's all you need. Anyways, enough about, is your cheese alcohol this week? Is it alcohol related? Can it be alcohol adjacent? What did I ha I didn't really eat a lot of cheese in St. Louis. Oh, it's cheese of the week. Here, it can be these. Speaking of sexy things, have you what? seen the new furry Sonic the Hedgehog Xbox controllers? 
okay those are words that were combined and they shouldn't be let me send you a link so these are not for sale you have to enter a contest in order to win them but they are xbox controllers they're sonic and knuckles themed so one is completely covered in blue fur the other one is completely covered in red fur and there's also an xbox series s that is being was this a series s I don't fucking know. They shouldn't have named this stuff this shit. But there's a, anyway, mm-hmm. there's a Sonic and Knuckles themed console that has like the gold ring. I guess it's technically a golden portal. We call it portal ring. Anyway, it's just a ring. <sighs> it's got the ring around the thing. Anyway, you can win these. You have to retweet a promotional post with the hashtag, hashtag Xbox Sonics 2 sweepstakes. How and you could win. One of these furry controllers. Let me tell you this. I was telling my chat this on Twitch. When I was a teenager, one of my ex, one of my PlayStation controllers got stuck in vibrate mode. And you did the D, didn't you? I have to tell you, it was an afternoon. And let me tell you, if they had been furry like this, if it had been a fuzzy controller, even better. Well, the thing that you got to remember is that it don't, I don't think that any of these X, these furry Xbox controllers are machine washable. So you better be very careful what you get stuck in that hair. I feel like it's going to have a lot of like Cheetos dust in it. Like that. Right. The, this is clearly a gimmick to promote the Sonic 2 movie. Um, it's I can't imagine getting this and like using it. I would put it this in a display so case gross. or something. It Right. Yeah. There's a reason why controllers aren't fuzzy and why things you hold all the time aren't fuzzy like phones computers right because it's gonna get fucking gross it's gonna get gross but it literally looks like someone skinned sonic and knuckles and wrapped them around a controller right it's very like um serial killer skinned made them made their a lampshade out of their skin only it's with sonic and knuckles skin the colors are perfect the red and blue colors that they have for the fur on these controllers is is uh it matches very well i think but like i oh god can you imagine like being at a party or something and someone hands you a furry controller and you're like what the fuck is this I would, it would be better than like a fucking, those rock candy controllers or whatever, whatever, like, oh, you yeah. know, you always have a good controller and then a second player controller and the second player is like a knockoff brand, shitty, yeah, never they get works the, right. They, they, they get the Mad Cats controller. The Mad Cats, the rock candy, mm-hmm. whatever ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always the shitty ones for second player. I'd rather have Sad. this than that. This is Xbox yeah, uh, brand. Right. This is an official furry controller. Official, sis. I'm curious if the furry community is going to be into this controller because furry and furry. Hmm. Um, I don't think that they want to fuck controllers. But That's true. But I mean, what if their fursuit is red or blue and they can get a matching Xbox controller to like make the whole outfit? That'd be fine. I'm, I support it. I support uh, the furry community. Okay. Well, I'll make sure that that uh, part of the podcast is clipped and put all over the internet. <laughs> I have no shame. I support people. Unlike you, I support people, Sam. Well, I mean, I have to shame someone, and I, I am uh, dying on that hill in that I, I, Can't I think you the just shame community... Diapers what? or something? Oh, yeah, I've shamed, I've shamed diaper people before. There was a diaper guy I that just... hit me up semi-recently. Oh. Is that what your cheese of the week? Screams? 
it's cheese of the week <laughs> this guy had a diaper uh-huh what up what about me screams diaper boy do we make a list <laughs> honey i have the list already compiled let me just send it to you i don't need to make maybe it it's, it's already made maybe it's the diaper you're wearing maybe it's the diaper in your profile picture on grinder or maybe it's the fact that i just smell like shit all the time so they assume <laughs> i'm wearing a diaper <laughs> maybe that anyway has to i'm do not with here it. to kink shaming but i i i don't understand pooping on people culture I just think that you might. Get, I, I just think that you might get pink eye. I'm just concerned. I'm just concerned. Joe's concerned about the medical side of poop I'm culture. Just, I'm just. I'm just concerned someone's going to get pink eye. Right, okay? and no and one wants pink eye. As someone who's given someone pink eye before, I just don't want to do that again. Well, thank you for being so respectful. <laughs> it wasn't from poop, though. Well, at least you didn't get hepatitis from a from a music festival because one of us here did. I just don't think you should. I just don't think music festivals should exist. If I'm being honest, <laughs> I just don't think people should. I just don't think people should gather and have fun. I don't think people should gather and have fun. Mm-hmm. You heard yeah. it here first, folks. Yeah, I think everyone should be alone and sad. Yeah, Joseph Burt song 2022. Anyway, good cheeses. <laughs> Wait, what was your cheese? Oh, it was it was these fucking the Xbox controllers. controllers. The Sonic God. and Knuckles Xbox controllers. Yeah. Sad. 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 Um, before we talk about favorite things, even though I told you I was ready for favorite things, Uh-oh. I need I need your opinion on the end of Amanda Bynes' conservatorship. Oh, why? I'm just curious. Because I know you are Amanda Bynes' number one fan. So I thought <laughs> I that you would know. have an opinion on the I fact that she is out of her conservatorship officially. I don't know anything about Amanda Bynes. Um, yeah, I I think it's good, I guess. I don't know. I don't know these people. <laughs> Joe, I want you to be problematic about Amanda Bynes since you know much, don't just, know much about it. I just don't think... I mean, it's good that, you know, we speak up on uh, toxic conservatorships and, like, abusive conservatorships and stuff. I don't know anything about... I have no idea. I don't think I, I should like be that, commenting on a celebrity. <laughs> what i think i mean i think you should be commenting on something you don't know anything about because that's what sure. this podcast is about well it sounded like her parents were for it too like it sounded like they were yeah. like yeah let's end it and everyone was like yeah let's end it so it just ended i don't yeah. it I feel sound like, there, like there was there, any drama about it ending no there wasn't really and i think that um people are assuming and i feel like rightfully so that this kind of got pushed forward because of the Free Britney movement is like this is kind of on the pick like piggybacking on the fact that there was this huge drama around Britney Spears ending her conservatorship. And I think that Amanda Bynes had been in a, con- a conservatorship for like nine years or something. Um, but even Amanda Bynes like admitted in interviews that like, yeah, I was mentally unstable. I told Drake to murder my vagina. Like I was on drugs when I tweeted that. Um, she got this like really ugly heart tattoo on her cheek that she's in the process of removing. Like, I it sounds like that she. That's a tattoo. May... I thought she that drew it ta- on. No, that is a tattoo that oh. she regrets. Apparently, I mean, understandably. Um, but apparently, one of the things that she's always wanted to do was come out with a fashion line and like be taken seriously in the fashion world. So I'm curious if she can like make that happen because she's like apparently been studying fashion for a number of years now. I think she graduated from FIT or something. Um, so good for her. I think I'm just worried that like, I mean. What do you worry about, Sam? Tell, do tell. Do tell. I, th- there's a, 
There's a side of the argument where like conservatorship shouldn't be a thing in general because people should have like natural autonomy over themselves. And then there's the other aspect of like you shouldn't, you know, if you're being self-destructive and harmful towards yourself and people around you, there should be parties that can step in and can, you know, make adult choices for you since you're, you know, compromised essentially. And so I think that I I hope Amanda Bynes is going to be is like she's good to go, like she's healthy and and ready to, you know, make good choices. Um but I feel that she she's not on social media, like we know nothing about her. She's lived a very quiet personal life, which I feel like is great. And so I don't think as a general public as like the the gen pop that we know what mental state she's in and i'm just hoping for the best i just don't i don't want this to be a situation where she gets out of this conservatorship and she just nosedives like i don't want to see that i want to see her succeed girl that's what i'm worried about well anyways i'm so i'm so glad that you gave us that your opinion on that joe it really uh (laughs) it it really uh i'm not educated enough to know anything about amanda bond's conservatorship let's um let's Wait, what's it? Let's normalize not saying anything when you don't know enough about something. I feel like after 376 episodes of this podcast of us talking about things we have, we rightfully shouldn't be talking about. <laughs> what? Uh, we haven't learned a thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> but I feel like the things yeah. I don't know any that I talk about that I don't know anything about are like harmless. Like yeah, computers. Yeah, yeah. You know? Right. Like on an electron computer where's the electron what if you lose it you know wow asking the hard-hitting questions here (laughs) okay so that's my amanda Bynes update i'm glad everyone was here for it um now we can move on to your allegedly disappointing favorite thing I, i can't wait i'm on the edge of my seat these are a few of our favorite things you're gonna be mad it's tamagotchi related again I'm still in this era. Well, I don't think it's an era because I'm having so much fun. I think this is just a thing now where I collect Tamagotchis. I hope it's an era. I hope this is a phase. Please, God. I don't think so. Because, well, it's like the first hobby I've had in like years. Honestly, years. Anything, that, anything that brings you joy, I can't support. You can't support? No. You, you need oh. to be down and out all the time. I can't. Well, you I cannot know, be happy. I know you're just trying to keep me at your level. But <laughs> I just don't I need think to bring you down to my level. I don't think I can get that low again. Wow. Rock bottom. <laughs> yeah. God. No. Um, so what's this new Tamagotchi? Well, so I've, I, the last generation of English Tamagotchis was the Tamagotchi on. And I finally got my hands on one. And I took it to St. Louis. Um, the big pull on this Tamagotchi is you can transfer it to an app, marry it to someone else's Tamagotchi, and then it mixes their genes together and you get like a baby that looks like both of them. So you there are like millions of possibilities of what your Tamagotchi can look like. And there's also like a fan-made program where you can build a Tamagotchi for your Tamagotchi to marry, like based on all of his traits, based on. Oh, you can make the the best, the, you can customize their perfect partner. It's like matchmaking. You're, you're building it from the ground up. Yes. So, um, on my stream today, I had the, the chat help me like build a 
new marriage partner for my Tamagotchi. And I, well, I love the Tamagotchi on because you can also cheat. I, you can download like <laughs> a program Joe onto the Tamagotchi. Cheating. I just mm-hmm. hate it when I hate, I hate the Tamagotchi being a child and a teenager. And with the cheating, you can level it up immediately, age it up immediately. Mm. I just want to see what you, it's going to look like when it's an adult, you know? Right. You can you can skip the, you know, child rearing right. and jump straight to adulthood. I just want to, like, see how fucked up I can make it look and then raise it to an adult <laughs> and then marry it off to another weird looking Tamagotchi and marry it off again and again and again. So, this um, just sounds like The Sims. Well, yeah, but, like, there's a certain... I don't know. Sims can only, they're all humanoid. You know, these are like right. monster these are, parts. These are cute little, little animals. Cute little things. And um, mm. I like, I like playing with it and unlocking the content. You have to like do certain things to unlock certain content, etc. cetera. But um, I have the uh, Tamagotchi on Lavender Wonder Garden. And I also have arriving soon, the Tamagotchi on Purple Magic. Isn't, isn't Purple Magic a type of marijuana? <gasps> I don't know. Top of the don't end. try purple to smoke your Tamagotchi. Um, what is purple magic? Is one of six magic elements and is meant to be based on will, spirit, and force of mind. It focuses <sighs> greatly around us. I don't think this is for us. <laughs> I don't think this is for us either. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think we're in the wrong place. I don't think that's for me. Um, Joe was telling me before, I don't know if it was before the podcast or during our intermission of technical difficulties, but you have, um, screen protectors for your fucking Tamagotchis. I feel like you need to air that out. Well, Tamagotchi screens scratch. A lot of them scratch very easily. So I got, I recently got a Tamagotchi smart, which is the Tamagotchi smartwatch. It's only available in Japan, but you can. Is that the really shitty one that you complained about two weeks ago? What? I've never complained. What are you talking about? <laughs> I thought there was, <laughs> there was like a, t- uh, it was, or maybe was it Digimon? It was either Digimon or Tamagotchi. And you were complaining about how like the software was bad and they're discontinuing it. And it's, you know. Oh, well, the Tamagotchi on the app is getting discontinued, but I think they're going to be, there's going to be a fan made one. Oh, okay. going to stay going. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but which is really shitty of Bandai because I think it's the Tamagotchi on was only out like two or three years or something and they already discontinued it. But anyway, mm. um, what was that? Oh, yeah. The Tamagotchi smart. You, they all had different screen sizes. And so I had to get you get they sell screen protectors for Tamagotchis. OK, so I got I have to get screen protectors for my Tamagotchis. So, OK, I feel like we've come to the part of your of your Tamagotchi collecting where you need to tell us you need to tell me and the audience how many tamagotchis do you currently own oh let's see um i've got my so i've got my collection nearby i've got three nanos i've got a mix the spacey mix from japan i've got i think this is the um the pink magic meats from japan I've got Tamagotchi Smart. I've got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, I don't know, a dozen. Okay, so this isn't like a hoarder's buried alive sort of situation yet. No, and this is not like continually buy Tamagotchis. This is like, now it's all about, I'm going to be hunting for the vintage shells that I want. Mm. So there are like vintage, obviously, all the ones that are not the current ones aren't made anymore. So they become... 
sought after, depending on their shells and whatnot. So there's a few right. shells I'm on the hunt for, checking on eBay, checking on other various sites, Tamagotchi trading forums, seeing if you can find it at what price, etc. This is your life now. It's, I love the hunt. I think that's what I love. You can't. Mm -hmm. So like. There's nothing better than finding a good deal. Well, getting a good. Yeah. Well, for sure that. But like having a hobby where you can't get it all right away. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You got to be on top of it. You have to stalk it. it. You have to stalk your prey. Yes. Like eat like Mm. the hunt is even better. It's it's nice when you get that shell. I just I just saw a really good price, like thirty five dollars for an uh, old shell that I wanted. Got acquired it, but it's almost the hunt is almost more fun than when you actually get it. Right, you're here for the. You're not here for the kill. You're here for the hunt. Yes. Mm. Oh, I see. Interesting. Yeah. Um. So, I was going to say yeah. something. Oh, speaking of Tamagotchis. My mom, I was minding my own goddamn business. My mom was reading her People magazine. And she says to me, Sam, whatever happened to your Pokemon cards? And I was like, I didn't have any Pokemon cards. And she said, oh, well, that's a shame because it says here that they're worth a lot of money. And I was like, (laughs) wait, your mom? Excuse you? Yeah. This was like in her People magazine or something. Yeah, I was like, I, I was like. No, mom, I I collected Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And she was like, oh. (laughs) Wait, it was in a what magazine? A People magazine? People magazine. I don't know if it was online or in the actual magazine. I don't remember which one it was. But like, that's that's what she was reading about. And she was curious if I had any. And I was like, no, mom, I wasn't cool. Okay? Don't rub it in. Sure. Anyways, I'm ready for you and my mom to combine forces and start collecting Pokemon cards as an investment. I've bought several packs over the past, and it's just not the same. Like, I, I don't have many from my childhood, and I wish I did. I don't know where the fuck they went, but I had, like, binders right. full, and I'm so mad that they're gone. Right. But anyway, same with my fucking old Tamagotchis and my old Digimo- Digivices. Like, those were worth serious money now, and they're gone. Lost in the wind. Lost forever. Lost in time. Well, interesting. I'm curious if next week your favorite thing is going to be Tamagotchi related. Only time will tell. (laughs) I can't wait to see how this will turn out. Uh, What's your favorite thing? (sighs) Um, Not Tamagotchi related. However, actually, you could make it Tamagotchi related. Are you ready for this? An egg? It is not. Although I did eat a lot of eggs. I do enjoy a good egg. Um, it it doesn't directly involve an egg. It could involve an egg, but not directly. Um, so my favorite thing this week, which is kind of stupid and whatever, but I have to talk about it anyway, is that while we were um, on our lovely vacation, um, like I said, we went for a, a bike ride as a family. It was super nice. And then the next day, my sister and her boyfriend went for a bike ride by themselves. <clears throat> and they came back and... My sister got engaged to her boyfriend. <gasps> on this trip? On this trip. She got oh in. Well, my I mean, God. he popped the question. Did you know? So, Did anybody well, know? It's It was kind of an open secret. So they had been dating for like five years. Um, they bought a house together in Portland. They have a joint checking account. They have a Costco membership. Like, I mean, they've been pretty conjoined at the hip for a few years now. 
And so over Christmas, apparently my sister's um, now fiance, my going to be brother-in-law, asked my dad about it and was like, I'm finally going to ask her, you know, I'm just getting your permission, blah, blah, blah. My dad's like, oh, yeah, great. And he was sworn to secrecy. So my dad knew that he was going to pop the question eventually. He just didn't know when. So him popping the question to her on this trip was like a complete out of the blue surprise. Um and yeah, apparently he had he had the ring on him the entire time and it was like waiting for a good opportunity and like there wasn't a good opportunity. So he like asked her to go on a bike ride and he proposed to her like in front of this really cute river and it, they took pictures and it was really cute. And so she came back with an engagement ring on. And so it was very exciting. So Wow. Well, congratulations so it- to the couple. <laughs> I know. Thank you so much. You can send all of your presents to me and I will maybe forward them to them. Um, And uh, maybe I'll invite you to the wedding, but we'll see. Eh, I don't do weddings. I didn't even do my own wedding. Well, that's what I was going to kind of ask you about is that as someone who is afraid of change... This is going to be a, I mean, it's not necessarily a big change, but like, I mean, they're going to have a wedding and they're going to be married and they're thinking about having kids maybe. And I'm, I'm just like, this is a lot for me to comprehend at first. How much when you marry Justin, obviously it's, it's kind of different in gay world versus heterosexual world because there's a completely different set of expectations. I feel like put on you when you're like a heterosexual couple getting married compared to like a gay couple getting married because like we haven't been able to get married for that long and you know it's a quote non-traditional end quote and so i guess with you what my question is is how much changed when you and justin finally tied the knot like how much of your life would like completely changed in some sort of dramatic way i would say not like at all like Mm. we had already i mean we had lived together like three years i guess right you were already living together yeah it just we already had a dog we already we were in the process of getting a house or an apartment Mm -hmm. um no we just it didn't change at all like it was just it's literally a formality almost like it's like a tax break in this economy right do you know what i mean not i mean Mm -hmm. obviously i want i view him as my he's my partner i want to be with him we're a team it kind of makes that official but like in this day and age i feel like a lot of it is i mean there's a lot of like government benefits to getting married you know right instead of it being like the the first thing on the list and then we can buy a house then we can buy a dog it was kind of more towards the end of the list of like okay we're just kind of we're tying up loose ends let's just get married sort of situation well no it's kind of like a i mean we definitely wanted that like permanent commitment to each other mm. situation. Um, and it's also a lot of, I mean, it's a, it's a security thing too. Like I want him to have access to my stuff. If something happens to me, like he is my person, you know? Right. right, right. Um, so it's a, and, and if I'm in the hospital, I want him to make decisions for me. You want him to pull the plug, not me. I want him to pull. I understand. He knows, he knows what to do. So oh, it's like, God. I want, I want that, you know? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. But nothing else, like, nothing changed between us at all. Right. I guess for me, like, it's just, I haven't had a big life. Like, obviously I'm not the fucking one getting married, obviously, but I'm very close to my sister and we're a very close family. And so I'm just, 
the irrational part of my brain is like, oh my God, like everything's going to change. Like the whole family dynamic's going to change somehow for the worst. And I know like the, the front of my brain, that's like, you're fucking stupid. You got to calm down. Like they, they've been, they've been together for years now. It's just that now they're, you know, going to be official. So it's very exciting. And, um, my sister did ask, she's like, well, I do remember that 10 years ago, you and all the trolls went online and got your um, marriage license, whatever, officiate, officiation, whatever is from the Universal Life Church. So she was like, if you want to, you know, officiate the wedding, let me know. And I was like, no. oh, my God, are you going to? <laughs> I don't think so. No, my God. I hate weddings. With- I'm sorry. Right. I hate them. Right, me too. And so I'm like, were you with were you with us during that time? Did we all do that? I don't want to talk about it, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think mine went through or something. I have no idea what the deal with. Wow, mine she's was. fake. Not that I'm going to marry anybody, but I just hate. I'm sorry. Like, I hope they have a wonderful wedding. I hate weddings. Right. You know, it. And, and you know, I, I. Yeah. Straight people weddings. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> but you know, if it yep. were a family member, that's different. But like, I don't know. Weddings. Right. You know, they're dead things. You know. Well, here's to hoping that they have a very, very small wedding and it's just like the five of us. It won't be. Um, but we can always hope for the best. And at whatever least they I know want. that if if I do go if they do have a wedding, they will have an open bar and I will drink. So I've never it all been to a wedding with alcohol. What? I know. And it's such a, like, everyone I've ever known, all weddings have alcohol. I've never been to a wedding with alcohol at it. God, no wonder why you've hated weddings. Just let me wear jeans and a hat. I just I know. I have to dress up for someone. I just think it's, I, I think <sighs> my real qualm is not necessarily weddings. It's dressing up culture. The culture mm-hmm. of, like, being uncomfortable in clothes mm-hmm. is just mind-boggling. When are we moving past that? We have to get the fuck over dressing up. Mm -hmm. This isn't the Gilded Age. No. Oh, my God. Benjamin Franklin, what? Walking around in a fucking 12-piece suit in Philadelphia in, like, the humidity? Get the fuck out of here. I could never. Can you imagine? I don't know if he fucked the turkeys. I think he shocked them. I don't know what you're talking about, but we gotta go. Ben Franklin. He used to, like, shock turkeys for fun. Allegedly. Don't sue me, Benjamin Franklin. Is he the one that tied the... Is, did he tie the key to the turkey and then flew the turkey and then the <laughs> turkey got electrocuted and that's how he, he figured out that electricity existed? <laughs> he tied a rope around the turkey and threw it in the air during a storm. And that's why we eat turkey on Thanksgiving. What a beautiful tradition, you know? <laughs> what a beautiful country. Anyway, um, good favorite things... What was Good yours getting things. engaged? Um, yeah, I got engaged, um, <laughs> and I'm not having a wedding. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. <laughs> Good favorite things. Good favorite things. Well, um, it's great to be back. I miss this. Uh, I miss we'll having technical back. difficulties and, oh, and yeah. being That's dramatic fine. and having to hang That's up expected. the phone. Yeah. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. We will be back next week. We will have a regular episode, back to regular schedule, and then also next week, we will have a bonus episode for you lovely Patreon patrons. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going on our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Allison B. Amy T. Andrew. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ashley E. Basima B. Ben B. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chad D. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Emily H. Helena B. Jared E. Javier. Jess L. Johnny B. Jordan W. Julian S. Keith G. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Martin D. Maddie S. Montez B. Naomi D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rose G. Sam. Scott A. Soyzilla. Sylvie C. William W. And Xavier D. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show!